I'm Karen. And I'm Regina. And we're here to talk TV. Yes, we are. And today we are in Karen's wheelhouse. Yes, we are. Tell them what you love, Karen. Today we are talking period shows that are detective dramas. Yes, yes, yes. Back in the early part of the world. I love these shows. One, it's historical and they have all those great costumes and the stories are fun. And so we're going to start the first one off with the Murdoch Mysteries. The Murdoch Mysteries is a show out of Canada started in 2008 and it still runs today although most of the time in the u.s you're going to see it on pbs and usually their season has to go through pbs before they can release it to any of the uh, streaming services and it starts yannick bissom helena joy thomas craig they're in their 14th season y'all 218 episodes I love the Murdoch Mysteries. Yeah. And and she's been trying to sell me on Murdoch Mysteries forever. Years. Forever. Now, I will admit, from time to time, I'll jump on uh, one of the streaming services and I'll watch a couple episodes, but I am not like her. She is... Just... Okay, so out of all of the seasons that are available, I've seen them all... She just picks and chooses yeah. through them. Yeah. I just jump in every now and then. I'll watch one. And and I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't get into all of the storylines and the characters like Karen does. But I love the fact that they are kind of inventing. They are inventing um, criminal techniques as they go. Yes. Yes. You know, I keep thinking, well, look at that. You know? Yes. And, yes. I, and it's interesting to me. Yes. And it's like, again, uh, their main character, who is uh, William Murdoch, he is like a Sherlock Holmes type character. He is a detective <laughs> in the uh, Toronto Constabulary around 1900 and he investigates murders. You know, if someone is killed, he's a detective on the scene. And as he has been investigating murders over the years, he invents all of these things because he's very scientific and and analytical when it comes to things. And so he has invented all of these things like, you know, taking fingerprints and using a microscope to Mm -hmm. look up things. And so all of their... um, scientific methods that they have chosen to create have come through him and his ideas for uh, uh for what is the word 
forensic. Yeah, forensics for uh, gathering information on murders and solving crimes. And he has an amazing, uh, he has an amazing uh, scorecard because he solves most of the murders. He does. He does. The thing I love is they bring in historical characters. Yes, like there's been Mark Twain. Yes, Mark Twain, and that was played by William Shatner, which just cracked me up. Yeah, I was thinking William Shatner is Mark Twain. That is crazy, but. Oh, there was a young Winston Churchill. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have all of these historical characters who will come through and do things. And it is so fun because in addition to, you know, being the crime solving, it is there's some humor here. And they have their humor characters. And I remember when they first, you know, when the car became really invented and everybody was like, okay, oh, we've got to come up with rules for about these cars. They're just driving all over the place, scaring the horses and everything. And of course, because Detective Murdoch, who is, you know, a poor policeman, he, he gets around on a bicycle. And that was the really interesting thing for me when I first started watching this series and it was like 1900 and you saw all these people getting around on these bicycles. Yes. It was like, wow, I guess that would be a way to go. Yes. And so it's like, if there was a murder out in the farm, he would get on his bicycle and ride out there to see what was going on. And you're just like, wow. That okay. Was, and then even the women in those long dresses yes. would be on bicycles. Yes. Yes. Even the women would be on the bicycle. I was like, this is really... It's almost like you're seeing the beginning of the birth of criminal investigation. Yes, exactly. And of course, I'm sure they take a lot of liberty with it. Yes. But it is so fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. And so the Murdoch Mysteries, I love this show. It is fun. Yeah. And the I characters, mean, and they've gone through some, they've done some really good things in telling the stories of uh, history. Because one of the things the story did you know, you have the Toronto Constabulary here at 1900. Well, their coroner was a woman. Yes, yes. And so they tell this story of this woman who decides to work mm -hmm. instead of being at home taking care of kids, which is the thing that women are supposed to do in this era. Mm -hmm. And so her choice to work and be a coroner, because think, think about it, a woman, not only is she working, but she's dealing with dead bodies. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't let women actually see dead bodies, but the fact that she would actually be cutting on them and mm -hmm. going through all these processes. And so they have this woman who is very strong, who does this job and she, you know, she makes herself almost invaluable to the police yeah. because she helps them solve these murders. Yeah. And of course that storyline goes on for decades. <laughs> And then when she moves away from that job, they bring in a uh, African Canadian woman. Yeah. And so then you have a black woman doing this job and yeah. it's just like, yes. And of course, and so then you bring in that whole story of the struggle for African Canadians there mm -hmm. and the things that they have to deal with and the racism and et cetera. But you see these women who are like, you know what? I want to do this job. And I, and, and one of the things that happens is the, the, um, the white doctor encourages the African-Canadian woman, you know what, you can go be a doctor too. And she's like, no one would even let me in a school because I'm because I'm black. And mm -hmm. she was like, I will recommend you and you will be able to get into a school and be a doctor. And so this woman's entire life has changed because she can go and be an African-Canadian doctor. Yeah. And so it tells these kind of stories in addition to, and so I love it. I love it. it it's, it's like I said, I love the costumes because I love yes. all the old timey stuff. The costumes are amazing. I I love the um, 
Murdoch guy inventing all this stuff. He does invent everything. Because it's like almost every crime, he has to go and figure something out. And it's so funny because he has this chalkboard that he writes stuff on, which reminds me of like the boards they use yes. in the police yes. on the, you know, the crime uh, shows we watch. Yes. He has this chalkboard where he's writing up stuff and figuring stuff out. And yes. everybody in the police department thinks he's a little weird, but yes. he solves the crime. That's right. So they listen to him. So they listen to him. And, and he's such a, oh my God, he's such a, I don't know if it's teetotaler or yeah, what. Yeah, he is. He is. He is this straight, lace, do-no-wrong Catholic boy, right? He's Catholic? Yes, yes. And I mean, and it's just like he has this morality that was just like impeccable. Not in an arrogant way. Yeah. But in a humbling kind of way. Yes, yes. And that always just made me so, you know, I'm like, dude, loosen up. I know. Drink. Right, right, right. But he's he's an interesting character, but I'm not like Karen. I can't tell you what happened in season seven episode two at the five point mark i could that's karen i could but i will watch it but it's a very interesting little little show and i mean i would recommend it to people to watch yeah i like it because like i said one of the things that it does that it did for me especially when i started watching it is it brought in these different characters there were people who looked like me there Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I knew there were people who looked like me in the 1900s or I wouldn't have made it to where I was <laughs> if it wasn't nobody who didn't look like me. True, true And so to true. actually add them to the show, hey. Right? So that was really cool. That was cool. Uh, and the show that right after it is produced by the same, same people, it's called the Frankie Drake Mysteries, also Canadian, produced by the same company that does the Murdoch Mysteries. But this Frankie Drake is a female private investigator. And she is probably about a decade or so after Murdoch. Okay. And so you have a, a white woman who is a private investigator but what she does is her partner is African Canadian Mm. and so you have a black woman and a white woman who go around solving mysteries or murders and stuff and so it's really cool that you have these two people who work as partners equals Mm -hmm. and of course anytime they walk up they're like you know what is this your servant Mm -hmm. (laughs) or is this your secretary and she's like no she's my partner and the cool thing about Trudy is Trudy is the muscle um, and I love it because you know somebody will do something and Trudy will knock them out. And I'll be like, yes, I am all about the black girl knocking somebody out, y'all. <laughs> Always. Because you know what? If you mess with me, there's a good chance you're going to get knocked out. And so I love Trudy. But also, they have these clothes. And the thing that is really cool to me that I compare with the... Uh, um, with the Murdoch series is the silhouette is so different mm-hmm. in women's dresses in the twenties than it was in the, um, the teens and the 1900s mm-hmm. because of the difference between that Victorian and that flapper, mm-hmm. because you know, the flapper, their silhouette is very straight. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very straight, very, you know, we going to look how we want to look type mm-hmm. of thing versus you have that silhouette. That's a very hourglass thing because of the corset and stuff that they wore earlier and so i enjoy looking at because the the clothes that they wear in the frankie drake mystery is just amazing yeah. and they all have those cool hats 
Yeah. And I'm just like, and everybody has a hat. Yeah. No matter who you are, no matter what size you are, no matter, everybody got a hat and everybody has that silhouette. And it's just like, okay, I love it. And they walking around solving murders in heels. Yeah. Oh, girl. They running and chasing people in heels. You can still look good while yes, you catch they the do. murderer. Yes, they do. And so I really love the way they've done this thing. And it's really funny. <laughs> Frankie Drake, I think about the actress who plays her, who plays Frankie, is uh, Lauren Lee Smith. Lauren, the first couple of years of Frankie Drake, she is a redhead. And I mean, mm -hmm. it's amazing redhead. She looks really good. Mm-hmm. But her natural hair, I think, is blonde. Mm -hmm. And so she flips. And that the I think the third or fourth season, she becomes blonde. And it's just kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> but the other thing that's really cool is the hairstyles. And so really? the hairstyles kind of flip a lot, too. Like, I mean, uh, Trudy, our African-Canadian, she has that Marcel wave, but she wears it in different plate ways. And they both will have the bob. And I think it's so funny that the black girl and the white girl each have the same hairstyle at times, but never in the same episode. Wow. I know. Like, they'll wear the bob or they'll wear the Marcel way, but it'll be, like, you know, with the blonde hair or the red hair or the black girl hair or what, you know what I'm saying? And so it's really cool just for styling. Mm -hmm. And so I love it. I love the way they tell the stories. It is so fun. And I've never really seen Frankie Drake. I think I maybe watched half of an episode. Maybe the first episode, doesn't she... Is she, like, inheriting this business from her dad or somebody? Well, it turns out her dad was, like, a con man. That's right. Her dad was a con man, and now she's out wearing the white hat. And Yeah. I, I didn't realize it had been around so long. Looks like it's been around for four seasons. Yep. And, yeah, I never really knew that. And, you know, I'm all about the costumes and yes. people looking all, you yes. know. Yes, yes. But they, I, they have never great really costumes. It. You you got to check it out for nothing else, just the costumes, because you know they'll wear ball they'll wear ball gowns or they'll wear, you know, it's really it's cool. The just like I say, I like the way they look because they make nineteen twenties look like something different to me oh, okay. than what I originally think of nineteen twenties. Okay. I mean, it looks like the pictures, you know, if we look at our family and and those pictures in the nineteen twenties, but. They add that color to it. You know uh, what I'm saying? Because, okay, yeah. you know, it's like some reds and the pinks and the greens. And it's just kind of like, oh, that's neat. And the cool thing I love about Trudy, whenever she has her clothes on, it's like different colors. You know how, mm -hmm. like, we'll have, like, a red hat and a red dress and red shoes? Mm -hmm. Not Trudy. The dress might be red, but the hat might be green. Mm -hmm. And the shoes might match the shoes. It might match the dress. It might match the shoes. <laughs> you just be like... Oh, that's interesting. So she has her own style. She really does. So, okay. Now, are they wearing pants all the time or dresses? No, they wear everything. Okay. And it's really cool because sometimes they have the big flare leg pants mm -hmm. and then sometimes they have those aviator type pants on. Yeah. And so it's really interesting. Like I say, the clothes are fun mm -hmm. and they do all kinds of really interesting things. And again, this story is told by the same people who did the Murdoch. So you're going to meet people from his, from history. Oh. Like there was this one great moment where they, um, where um, Frankie 
meets Agatha Christie. Oh, and wow. so she and Agatha Christie go off and solve uh, a mystery together. Oh, wow! And so, but but that's the kind of fun stories that they tell. And so this is the kind of stuff you watch if you know you just need something that's kind of mind numbing where you can just sit back and you can giggle and you be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. And so okay. I love I love the Frankie Drake mysteries, but it's period history. Like I say, they tell some history. They got a little history in there and they're telling a little stuff about, you know, kind of what's going on. And the last one, man. I think you hit you hooked me to this one. Yes. The Dr. Blake mystery. Yes. 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 And this was this is it's Australia. They're in Australia. Yes. Yes. They're in um Gosh, I can't even think of the place now. And I thought I'd yeah, never it's forget. It's no, it's not Sydney. Sydney but um, they're in this town. And Dr. Blake has come home from the war. Yep, World War One. I, I, I don't know. Okay. It was, I, I think it was, was one. I didn't know this was a history test. <laughs> Sorry. He home from the war. <laughs> okay. Yep. He home from the war. He in Australia. <laughs> and he... <laughs> He is the um, Ballarat. They're in Ballarat. Yes, yes, yes. And he is the physician for the police. Yes. So whenever someone dies or is murdered or whatever, he's the person that they call to come out, like the medical examiner, yeah, I guess yeah, you could yeah. say. Since he's the only medical person in the area. He has to come out and declare people dead. Yeah, and he, of course, gets overly involved and becomes... Uh, a detective in his own right trying to figure out how somebody died or what happened. And him and the police chief are old friends. Yes. And uh, and it's just so funny because one of the police sergeant, and this is a small police station, yeah. the police sergeant lives with him. He's yeah. renting out a room right, to right. the police sergeant. One of the main nurses in town, he's renting out a room to her. So he's running like a boarding house. Right. Because it, because the thing is, his family was well off yeah. when he goes off to war. And so when yeah. he comes back, you know, he inherits the family house, which is a nice size house yeah. in, in this town where there's not a lot of, you know, housing and all this other kind of stuff. And yeah. so it's like, oh, I've got a room that can be rented. Oh, I've got a... Because the thing is... His dad, who used to be a doctor, who was a doctor, mm -hmm. had a housekeeper there. And so this woman is still there. Yeah. And so this is kind of like where the romantic tension comes in. Mm -hmm. You have this woman who's been taking care of the house. And then here he comes in. Lucent comes in. And it's like, oh, you're back. Yeah. Okay. And so these two kind of have to figure out how to work together but then of course you know the constable needs a place to say or the nurse needs a place to say and so now you have all of these people in this one house and it's kind of like it's real interesting it's a great story it tells it told me a history uh, about australia that i did not know yeah it, it it does and it was world war ii it was world war ii okay that dr lucian blake fought in and came home and and, you know, we, we hear a lot about World War II, but we hear it from the perspective of the United mm -hmm. States. But when it takes you outside of it and you get to hear the perspective coming from Australia and what World War II was like coming home from to, to Australia, yeah, it gives you a whole new perspective. Yeah, because part of the story is him kind of uh, trying to leave behind what happened to him during the war, during the war and getting back to his life. 
And as the series goes on, you learn more about him. You learn more about his life when he was in the the war. Yeah, yeah. And all the adjustments he's had to make and kind of his, his own demons that he's fighting as he's helping them solve this crime. And his housekeeper is amazing. She is. I, I absolutely love. I absolutely love uh, Nadine Gardner as Jean. Yep. His housekeeper. Jean kind of holds everything together. She does. She does. She does. He bounces stuff off of Jean all the time. And so I, I found this just flipping through, of course, streaming services. And I started watching it mostly because of the accents, because I love the accents <laughs> that when they talk. And the little slang and stuff they used. And then it just got interesting watching him figure out these cases. Yes. With the with the police. It it just really got interesting. Because yeah, like I said, he would take his medical knowledge and put it into the case and it'd be like, Oh wow. No, no, you're you you don't understand. And you know, and he would just start to school these police officers on the things that they needed to do yeah. and what was happening, you know, with the body and how the person who they originally thought killed the person couldn't have done it because of this and that and that. Mm-hmm. And so it was really neat for them to tell these stories. Yeah. And I love the way they did it. Yeah. And again, period piece. Yes, it is. The outfits were amazing. Oh, listen. Lucy Blake always looked so good. Yes. Because he, he, he wore these vests. Yes. And these uh, cufflinks. Yes. And he always had a hat. And, I mean, he just looked very distinguished yep. as a... That 1940s. Yeah, as, as a doctor. He always looked good. But I'm telling you, it was just the accent of hearing him talk. And just, you know, learning new things about Australia. Yeah. And how things were done there. Yeah, because it, it taught us some history. I mean, we don't know how accurate they were. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'm sure there was some, you know, creative license taken. But it was really interesting, and it taught us some good stuff. Yeah. And that, was, that, that show went five seasons, 44 episodes, and it was worth it. Oh, and that was, what, 2013 to 2017. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I, I like the Dr. Blake mysteries. They're very interesting. And that one, of course, led me to uh, Broken Brokenwood Mysteries. Yes. Which is another... Um, That's New Zealand, though, right? I think so. But the accents, once yeah. again, uh, got me on that one. And that's another uh, place where you have... Uh, murder mysteries being investigated. Yes. And just the quirkiness of, of being the culture. In, yeah, yes. of the culture and being in the small town and seeing just how, you know, crimes may be investigated differently. But it's still murder. So right? you know, you still gotta And the interesting thing about all of these shows is because they one, they're not American. And so the way people die it's not the way people die in America. No. It no. is not always a bullet to the head or no. a knife to the chest. No. It, it Sometimes, I mean, I can't remember which show it was. Remember when somebody killed everybody with bees? I don't remember which show that was. I don't remember which show it was, but they killed with bees. And it was in the... Um, the Midsummer. they killed them with cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know, Midsummer's murder. They don't kill you with just any Anything. odd thing you could come up with. Yes. You are going. You're going to die. 
And so that is the other thing that these shows have taught me is there's way more ways to kill somebody than with a bullet and a gun. And I think that's the appeal, though, because when you find these shows about these, you know, places, different places, different small towns, they want to kind of draw you into the character, I think, of the of the city or the county by kind of showing you this is how people live, this is what we do, and you know, we're maybe we're farmers, so somebody being rammed to death by a cow or you know, I mean it's just it's just different. Like Brokenwood, there was one about wine tasting because apparently they and it, it is New Zealand, they grew a lot of grapes or wines or whatever. So somebody was drowned in a vat of wine. Once. Yes, 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 yes. So I remember that. I think those are they're just interesting. But I mean I would recommend these these period pieces. Brokenwood isn't a period piece. It nope. it happens, you know, in, in real time. But I like the older shows. I do too. Hadn't really tried Frankie Drake as much, but Love. I just like to see the whole costuming yes, and the way of life they had back then and how they go about solving the problems that they're facing with. And I just love to see what the women wear because the women are always just looking so good. Yes, yes. In these period pieces. I'm just like, oh, girl. Yes, they spend a lot of time on it. And then maybe one day you will watch Call of the Midwife. There's oh, no murder goodness. in that, but there's great fashion. You know, I couldn't get through... Call it midwife first time. Because look, them people out there having them babies in them dirty houses. I mean, I thought if one more woman have a baby on a dirty mattress, I am going to <laughs> off myself. Because that is freaking me out. I'm like, who going to clean that up? Nobody. Y'all going to have to wash that baby off several times because he just was born on a nasty mattress. <laughs> and now you supposed to get up and cook dinner? Oh, I just, I can't. I can't. I I I I've okay. heard really good things about it. Okay. I'm gonna try to go back, but that first time I thought, see, this is where the black plague started, didn't it? These people, <laughs> it's just dirty and smelly down there. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, I need a water hose. And then no. you just gonna plop out a baby on that mattress like that? Oh, Lord. I know, I know. But anyway, great costumes though. Great time. Oh yeah, called the midwife has wonderful. Yeah, costuming. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the premise. The ball. Yes, love the premise. It's just I can't get past these people having babies in alleys and stuff. It's oh, <laughs> <laughs> it freaks me out. Keep thinking, oh my god, that baby gonna be sick. That's nasty. That's terrible. But anyhow, but anyway, Murdoch Mysteries. You should try it. It yes. was. I love it. It's. What they're on their fourteenth season now. Like yeah. I say, PBS is a good place to catch it for free. Yeah. But if you have a streaming service, I think it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah. And Frankie Drake also love that. Yeah, uh, fun stories. Like I say, it's stuff you kick back, you just enjoy. Because a lot of it, there's some funny, and you know, there's some ah, and the murders are always you know, it's a murder yeah. mystery. And the Doctor Drake Blake. Blake Mysteries. That was also pretty good. It was good. I think doc, so, you would like Dr. Dr. Drake. Dr. Blake. Dr. Mysteries. Blake. Yes. Thank you. And so that's all we have for you. Thank y'all for listening. Yep. Thank y'all for joining us. And y'all have a good one. 
We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Talk with the senses.